on this week's show, BTS continues to set records, Big Hit becomes Hybe, and more. Hello and welcome to BTS This Week for the week ending March 21st, 2021. I'm Carrie, aka BTS Mom Bear, and I'm your host. Got lots to go over this week, so let's go ahead and get started with the data drop. Run BTS episode 133 was released this week. It was Workshop Special Part 1. They're going to play games called Protect My Things, Kings of Info Search, Snack Time, and Guess My Dance Move. So obviously, there'll be a second part next week. Also released this week were behind the scenes photos and behind the scenes video. I'll have a link to all of these on Weverse in my show notes at btsthisweek.com. Just remember, if you want to look at the behind-the-scenes content, you have to buy a behind-the-scenes pass. BT21 released a new video this week, and it was called Cookies Leg Day Routine, 5-Minute Workout. It was really cute. Uh, I sent it to my husband. He's a CrossFitter. I said, y'all... Y'all may have some competition now from BT21, and uh, he thought it was cute, too. So definitely check that out. I have a link to the show notes. It's on YouTube. Also released this week, B- Big Hit EDU released a new video in the Learn Korean with BTS series, episode number 21, and it's Take a Picture of Me Jumping. And so Bora is still sightseeing and taking pictures. On Weverse Magazine this week, there was a new article called Fans, Their Voyage in the Room. Fans discuss their lives one year into the pandemic. And so they talked to fans of BTS and TXT, and they talked about how music helped them through the last year. It's a good article, so check it out. On the Billboard charts for the week ending March 20th, on the Billboard 200 album charts... B was number 42, and Map the Soul 7, number 135. On the top album sales chart, B was number 6, Map of the Soul 7, number 24, Love Yourself Tear, number 47, Love Yourself Her, number 52, that was a re-entry, and Map of the Soul Persona, number 90, that was also a re-entry. I'd just like to point out really quick that on the top album sales chart, B is number 6, but on the 200, it's 42, and you know why that is, don't you? Radio play. On the Billboard Hot 100, Dynamite's number 43, and on the digital song sales chart, it's number 1. So I could make the same point about Dynamite and why the difference. On the the Billboard Global 200, Dynamite is number 12, and Life Goes On, number 153. On the Global Excluding U.S., Dynamite is number 4, 
Life Goes On, number 92, and Boy With Love featuring Halsey, number 180. Social 50 is still frozen this week, but on the Artist 100, BTS is number 4. On the World Albums chart, B is number 1, Map of the Soul 7, number 2, Love Yourself Tear, number 4, Love Yourself Her, number 5, Love Yourself Answer, number 8, School Love Affair, number 11, and Map of the Soul Persona re-enters the chart at number 12. On the World Digital Song Sales chart, Life Goes On is number 4, Euphoria is number 5, My Time number 6, and Filter is number 9. On the Rolling Stone charts for the week ending March 18th, on the Top 200 Albums chart, Map of the Soul 7 was number 115 with 7.8 thousand album units, and B was number 124 with 7.5 thousand. Top 100 songs this week, Dynamite was number 64 with 36.9 thousand song units. That's a re-entry on their Top 100. On the Artist 500 chart this week, BTS was number 47 with 27.3 million song streams. On the UK charts this week, Dynamite re-entered the singles chart at number 87. It re-entered the singles sales chart at number 28. And it re-entered the singles download chart also at number 28. On the Amazon US charts for March 21st at about 9 p.m. Central Time, on the U.S. Bestsellers chart, B, Essential Edition, number 22, Map of the Soul 7, number 58, and B, Deluxe Edition, number 62. On the U.S. New Releases chart, B, Essential Edition, was number 16. On the U.S. Bestsellers of 2021 so far, B, Essential Edition, is number 4, B, Deluxe Edition, number 69, and Map of the Soul 7, number 79. On the Digital bestsellers and Songs Top 100 Paid, Filter, number 3, Euphoria, number 12, Sweet Night, number 20, Sweet Night from the Album, number 25. By the way, the album is the F1 Class soundtrack. Sweet Night Instrumental is number 36, and Sweet Night Instrumental from the Album, number 38. On the Digital bestsellers of 2021 so far, Filter, number 1, Euphoria, number two, My Time, number three, and Inner Child, number 52. On YouTube for the week ending March 18th, on the Global Top Songs chart, Dynamite's number two, Life Goes On, number 56, and Mic Drop, Steve Aoki Remix, number 95. On the U.S. Top Songs chart, Dynamite's number 21. On the Global Top Music Videos chart, the Dynamite Official Music Video is number two. The Dynamite Music on a Mission Performance Video, number 38. And Life Goes On Official Music Video, number 95. On the U.S. Top Music Videos chart, the Dynamite Official Music Video was number 24. On the Global Top Artist chart, BTS is number three. And on the U.S. chart, they're number 24. Over the past seven days on YouTube, BTS has had 253 million global plays, the top country, Japan, with 31.2 million views, and the top song, Dynamite, with 56.5 million views. 
view milestones this week. Dynamite has passed 940 million views. It is going to pass a billion fairly soon. And I think it's going to be the video to reach 1 billion views the fastest. But we shall see. Mic Drop has passed 880 million. Idol, 870 million. Blood, Sweat, and Tears, 710 million. On Kinetic Manifesto Film, 340 million. The Combined Audio for B, 260 million. August D Video, 120 million. Outro Ego, 100 million. Life Goes On in the Forest, 40 million. Life Goes On Audio, 30 million. Trivia Seesaw, our introductory song this week. Audio File, 20 million. Lights Audio, 10 million. And Run Audio, 10 million. Like Milestones on YouTube this week, Dynamite has passed 26 million likes. Life Goes On has passed 14 million. It extends BTS re- BTS's record as the artist with the most music videos to pass this milestone. There are six total. And then I Need You, the original version, has passed 3 million likes. Also, the Dynamite music video has passed 13 million comments on YouTube. It is still the most commented on music video on the platform. On Spotify for the week ending March 18th, on the Spotify Global 200 Weekly, Dynamite's number 21 and Life Goes On number 113. On the U.S. 200 Weekly, Dynamite's number 69. On the South Korea 200 Weekly, BTS has 23 songs uh, all told. Some of the highlights, Dynamite's number 6. Yoongi has 2 features, 8 in Blueberry Eyes. They're at 20 and 109. Spring Days at 130. And all the musical tracks on B are on the chart. Looked at the listener stats from last week's episode. Number one country after the United States, India again. So on the India 200 Weekly, Dynamite is number 13. Life Goes On, number 63. Boy With Love featuring Halsey, number 121. And Savage Love, BTS Remix, number 173. On the Spotify Top 50 Albums Global, B is number 17. And Map of the Soul 7, number 27. On Spotify, Nam June has now passed 5 million followers. Stream milestones on Spotify this week. Dynamite has passed 200, sorry, 750 million streams. Boy with Love featuring Halsey, 620 million. The Most Beautiful Moments in Life Part 2, the album, 600 million. DNA, 370 million. Blood, Sweat, and Tears, 310 million. Wasted on Me, 200 million. Intro Singularity, 150 million. Pied Piper, 140 million. Lie, 130 million. Stay Gold, 120 million. Trivia Seesaw, our introductory song, 110 million. Love Maze, 100 million. Friends, 90 million. So What, 90 million. Telepathy, 70 million. Mama, 50 million. And Baseline from Hope World, which is J Hope's mixtape, 30 million.
do not have stats for SoundCloud this week because the last time I checked, it was they had not updated in four days. So not sure. Sometimes, you know, that happens. But I didn't want to give you old data, so I'm just going to skip it this week. Social metrics for BTS for the week ending March 21st. There were 13.8 million Twitter mentions. That was down 30%. Of course, it's going to go way down because their mentions were so high for the Grammys. But we do want to keep this number pretty steady from here on out. Twitter retweets, 3.4 million. That was down 59.2%. Again, post-Grammy, it's understandable. Twitter followers, there were an additional 185.4 thousand for 33.8 million total. We are already almost at 34 million. It's crazy how fast this number is going up. In the Wikipedia page views, we had 83.3 thousand, which was up 32.8%. There was one new Bangtang TV video this week. It was a new episode that was about the 2020 MTV VMAs performance video production. So, pretty cool. Some additional data points. Life Goes On has now sold 500,000 units in the United States. And Blue and Gray has sold over 200,000 units. Let Go has been certified silver in Japan. That's for 30 million streams. If you have not heard this song, it is an awesome song, so check it out. It is one of their Japanese language songs. And speaking of Japanese language songs, Stay Gold becomes BTS's first Japanese song to pass 100 million streams in Japan. I have one article recommendation this week. There are 250, 250 vocals in Dynamite. How BTS's hit song was written in record time. That's from GQ. It's written by Olive Pometsi. And basically, it's an interview with one of the co-writers, Dave Stewart of Dynamite. He talks about how the song was produced. And he has been an awesome advocate for BTS. So definitely check this article out. So, on to the news. Dynamite sets more records. So, the, the Grammys may not agree, but the rest of the world agrees that Dynamite is Song of the Year. Uh, because this week, Dynamite has been certified double platinum in the United States. It is the first song by a Korean group to achieve this certification. And it's the highest certification for a song that BTS has received themselves. So that is amazing. That, that is just crazy good. Also, it's been certified platinum in Japan. So it's doing, like I said, great sales worldwide. Speaking of records, by the way, Guinness had some stuff to say about BTS this week, the Guinness World Records Organization. Um, if you recall, when Dynamite came out, there was several records that were set, and there was one record called the Most Simultaneous Viewers for a Music Video on YouTube Premiere. And at the time that Guinness confirmed that BTS and Dynam the Dynamite video had broken the 24-hour viewing record, they said that they needed to wait for this particular record to be confirmed. 
Well, apparently it took YouTube until 2021 to confirm the record. And now Guinness Guinness World Records has officially announced that this is a new record. So that would be good in and of itself, okay? But they also announced that BTS had a separate world record this week. And the other one is the most wins by a group at the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards. They now have five wins, three of which were at this year's show. And it's just amazing. And, uh, you know, so they have total... 16 world records. So you've got all the records for Dynamite. You've got this record for uh, the Kids' Choice Awards. You've got the fastest group to reach a million followers on TikTok. Uh, the best-selling album in uh, South Korean history, which was Map the Soul 7. Um, you know, it's just crazy, crazy amounts of records that they've set. And, you know, again, just an awesome week record-wise. I think Dynamite will continue to set records. I'm hoping it will stay on the top 50 for a few more weeks. Uh, So, stream, stream, stream. Cross your fingers. But, definitely congratulations to BTS for all the new records and certifications. Next story. Army Census released. Okay, so I'm not sure if you remember this or if you were Army when this happened, but... For a few months, in 2020, there was a survey sent out called the BTS Army Census. It was 10 questions. It was done as a research project, but it was fan-driven. And people who took part were um, BTS Army documentary team, on the on wings of love, who, that's the owner of the BTS Army site um, account. Uh, Research BTS. If you've seen those awesome heat maps for Twitter for BTS, that shine that beautiful purple color. Research BTS is who creates those, and then Bang Tank Scholars was invo- were involved. So basically, this group got together to do a survey of general demographics for ARMY. Because, you know, people like to say what ARMY is, but they don't know. And we were pretty sure we knew, but, you know, ARMY Census wanted to go and they wanted to prove this or, you know, back up our beliefs about demographics of army so don't know if you filled this out i filled i remember filling it out it was awesome uh they're going to do it i think every year now but here is some just some highlights about the army census there was a mind-boggling 402,881 respondents that is an amazing number now granted we know that's like 10% 10% of army, maybe, probably less. But that's still amazing for any kind of survey. That many respondents for any kind of survey is amazing. Uh, 
The survey was done in 46 languages, so they ended up with people responding from a hundred over 100 countries. Um, some of the things that I thought were interesting, 49% of those who responded were 18 and older, 87% women, which we kind of knew already. What I found really cool was that 43, around 43% of those who responded became Army in 2017 or 2018. I became Army in 2018, so I found that really interesting. Also, one out of five armies have a college degree. So, you know, we are not this monolith that the media has put us out to be. There's a lot to Army, and there's a lot more in the results. I'm just pointing out a few things. Uh, when you go to the show notes, btsthisweek.com, I will have a link to the Army Census website. I'll also have a link to this awesome video that they produced. Uh, basically, a three-minute overview of some of the top findings. Just incredible work to do this census. You know, props completely out to the people involved in putting this together, but also to everybody who responded. Uh, they'll do another one this year. And when you see the link, go fill it out and share it. And maybe we'll see half a million respondents. Three quarters of a million. It's possible. Uh, it's just amazing. It really, truly is. And so, good work to the Army Census team. Uh, so, next story. <sighs> Grammy fallout continues. So, if you thought that Grammy night was the worst of it, it's kind of... Mm. So, you know, as I discussed last week, we, you know, ARMY, at least on Twitter, felt that the, the Grammys and CBS were using us for ratings. That they had put BTS at the end, even though BTS's award was not on the main... Uh, on the main program, and they didn't win. So, you know, they just, and they kept saying BTS is next, BTS is next, and they were dead at the end of the show. Um, so lots of people on ARMY Twitter were like, eh, eh, no, this is not, this is not right. Well, we weren't the only ones that figured this out. Apparently. So, first off, USA Today did a brutally honest review of all the performances, and they said that BTS's Dynamite performance was the best performance of the entire evening, which we already kind of knew. Um, they said BTS had an undeniable charisma and swoon-worthy vocals as they danced against the majestic soul skyline. So, definitely they were appreciated for their performance. Not only that, when they looked at the songs that were performed on the show, um, MRC Data and Nielsen looked at that, and Dynamite saw the highest immediate sales gain of any song that was performed on the Grammys the next day. Not only that, it sold two times more than the next best-selling song. So, not and not only that, because we were all mad we rage streamed and some people went out and bought albums and Love Yourself Her had went up 50% in pure album sales this past week since the Grammys. So like I said, 
people have kind of figured out that CBS was not on the up and up, okay? Or the Grammys. So there was an article in Forbes by Brian Raleigh who has been known to be brutally honest about the way BTS is treated. And the title of his article, The Grammys once again did the bare minimum for BTS. Yep. Um, He basically pointed out that the same thing that we've talked about already. We're talking about a the probably the the most looked the most looked forward to award by most of the viewers was not on the main show it was on the pre the pre show on YouTube um you know they didn't win which were kind of like really 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 but then as you know Brian ke- continues to to talk about the fact that they just kept talking about BTS next. BTS is next. Um, Let me read this to you, okay, from the article. But given giving the best pop duo group performance to another nominee while relentlessly hyping BTS's performance made their loss feel especially sleazy, as if the Recording Academy knew from day one that it had no intention of giving BTS the win. But hey, it would still milk their appearance for ratings, and they should feel honored to even be invited to perform on the virtual Grammy stage. And that's how we all felt on Twitter. That is how we all felt. And, um, you know, he talked about how BTS didn't say, across, you know, they didn't say a crossword about the loss, about the way their performance was dragged out on the show. Um, but, you know, how much more are we? How much more leeway are we supposed to give the Grammys? Because obviously they're not beyond using us for viewer views. Uh, another article was from Revi- Refinery Twenty Nine. The title of this one: The Grammys used BTS's eye candy, and everyone saw right through it. So, like I said, the media has picked up on this fact that they're using us for for ratings and um i want to read something from the end of that article the most telling moment of the night happened after the ceremony aired the group also posted a 17-minute live stream of their post-event celebration that has been viewed more than 11 million times and counting, eclipsing the 7.88 million who tuned in to watch the Grammys itself. So really, at the end of the day, who needs who? Let's just say that if BTS decide to hold a concert next year during the same time as the local music awards ceremony, we'll know who the people will choose. And then another article from iHeartMedia, BTS's Grammy treatment draws attention to award show legitimacy. Like I said, media is calling them out. They are totally calling them out on this on their crap. Um, but, you know, this article, you know, basically says what Brian Raleigh from Forbes has been saying since last year's Grammys, that they use BTS and that BTS doesn't need the Grammys. The Grammys need BTS. And they need to act like it instead of acting like they're so much better. 
Am I bitter? Maybe a little bit. So, you know, there were all this calling out of the Grammys, and that was that was bad enough. That was bad enough. But then we got an article from Billboard talking about these great garbage pail kids Grammy cards that were coming out. And they were caricatures of, you know, the winners or some of the people who performed. So it had like Megan Thee Stallion and Billie Eilish and Harry Styles. And, you know, now if you're not familiar with Garbage Pail Kids, they're supposed to be gross. They're not supposed to, you know, be, they're really not supposed to be complimentary to the original artist. Um, but, but, there was a card for BTS. Okay, now the ones for the other artists kind of looked like the stage where they had performed, and it mostly looked like them, and it was kind of goofy, and it was named after the artist, but not quite, but not BTS's card. No, 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 no. BTS's card was a -a whack-a-mole game, and if you're not familiar with whack-a-mole, it's mostly played, uh, I've only ever seen it played at like county fairs. And it's basically a game. It's a table with a bunch of holes in it. And there's a fake mole, you know, the animal, that pops up. And you're supposed to hit it with a uh, mallet. And every time you manage to hit it, you get a point. So, there was a little bit of a difference for this whack-a-mole game, though. Instead of having a bunch of holes that were empty and one mole, they had seven holes with seven BTS faces in them. They didn't even name the card after BTS. They named it something K-poppy. Didn't even call it BTS. But it it was seven people, and they're the only ones at the Grammys, so kind of know who it is. And they were shown being beaten up in a game of whack-a-mole with a big Grammy award. They were all black and blue, and bandaged, and wounded, and it was horrible. It was racist, xenophobic, and excessively violent. And you cannot tell me that anybody in their right mind looks at, would look at that and think anything differently. <sighs> so, needless to say, ARMY began to call them out. Also called out Billboard for having this article about this great set of cards. And nobody at Billboard thought, this BTS card is uncalled for. Nope. Nope. Not at all. People were tweeting to Tops, That's the company that makes these cards. And saying, look, y'all, this is ridiculous. Then we find out that this wasn't like a spur-of-the-moment thing that they didn't have time to really work through. They had... The, the illustration was made a week before the awards. So they had a week for somebody at Tops. First of all, I don't understand the artist's motivation behind... I mean, I do. It's racist. It's xenophobic. It's violent. But I don't understand how Tops has a whole week and no one at Tops says, we really shouldn't do this. This is not good. And then again, nobody at Billboard says, maybe we shouldn't 
promote these cards. So, again, people complained on Twitter. People complained on Twitter. Um, so, eventually, you know, Tops sends out this apology. And if you can see me, I'm doing air quotes. Here's what they said. We hear and understand our consumers who are upset about the portrayal of BTS in our GPK Shammy Awards product, and we apologize for including it. We have removed the BTS sticker card from the set. We have not printed any of the sticker card, and it will not be available. Now, when I was growing up, the way my parents taught me to apologize was to say, I'm sorry. I did wrong. I'm aware that I did wrong. And this is how I'm not going to do it in the future. None of that from Tops. Tops is just like, oh, sorry you don't get our joke, but since you're so sensitive, we won't put the card out. That's basically what they've said. Now, if you want to hear a real apology, um... Pop Crush, short, around the same time that I think that Billboard posted their original article, Pop Crush posted, uh, they tweeted about the, the card set, an article that they had written about the card set. And then they tweeted about it again the next day after people were mad. And here's what Pop Crush said in their apology. To our readers, we deeply regret and wish to apologize for a tweet that went out earlier today referring to those abhorrent garbage pail kids as wacky. While some artists in the collection were greeted with wacky designs, were horrified by the violent depiction of BTS. Violence and racism isn't wacky. It's not funny. It's not satire. It's totally gross. We're mystified how the card design was even approved. They originally were going to keep the original article and take away the link to purchase the cards for, you know, historical purposes, informational purposes. But then with some more feedback from people, they decided that they would take the they would take the article down so that people couldn't even see the picture. Which you know the guys have seen by now. So it's just disgusting. Now, what no one could have known is that later on that day, a man in Atlanta went to three Asian-owned businesses and shot and killed people, the majority of whom were Asian women. And... Apparently, according to a press conference we've seen, uh, the police say that he says it's not a hate crime, so it's not a hate crime. Okay. That's not true. You can't look at what happened in Atlanta and say that that's not a hate crime. You can't. Here I am getting upset again. Darn it. I've already had to re-record this once, y'all. Um... But you can't look at that and say that it's not. 
Okay? That is disingenuous at best, but a total cover-up at worst, and probably what the guy was... Anyway, the police officer that said that, he's got his own issues, okay? So, that happened that day, too, you know, later on. And so, Korean media have, of course... They've picked up about the card, and then the shooting happens on top of that. The majority, uh, the majority of people who were killed were of S- South Korean dis- descent. And so, you know, the Korean media, rightfully, is like, what the heck is wrong with you people in America? I wish I could tell you. I wish I could... If I could explain it, maybe we could change it. But I can't. I don't understand why people are the way they are. I don't understand why people hate. But they generally want to blame somebody else for their problems. Lately, it's been everybody wanting to blame any Asian they see for covid Like I said, Korean media has picked up on it, and they are rightfully disgusted, as they should be. A lot of Asian artists have come out, and sports figures have come out and said, look, this is what's happening here, guys. The anti-Asian hate in the United States is out of control. Uh, Not that it's probably ever been in control. But it's worse than it's ever been, and something has to be done. And people who do crap like this card, or who call COVID the China virus, are the people who stoke this kind of hate. There's no way around it. Tops should have known better. They should have. Billboard should have known better. I don't think they've apologized yet. But two things to point out. BTS did not comment on it as 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 rightfully they should not. Um but I take that back. If they want to say something, they should say whatever they want. I'm not t- I mean I just hate that they saw this and I'd hate for them to have to give these people any attention at tops. But they can say whatever the hell they want. Sorry. That's the most. I tell you what. I have to try not to curse all episode. So if that's the worst that comes out of my mouth, we're doing good. But, again, it's this kind of stuff that stokes hate. And we can't look away and pretend it's not happening. Um, also... I think I said this already, but like I said, there's a lot of Asian artists, Asian athletes, politicians who've come out and said, y'all have got to pay attention to this. This is how it is to be an Asian American. Um, I'll link to some of that in the show notes too. As I've said before, we have got 
And, and, and Army does. I'm not saying Army does it. We just got to start calling this stuff out. We can't let people get away with this anymore. We just can't. So, Grammys, Billboard, Tops. I think y'all are on the wrong side of this, guys. You really need to look within yourself and decide what it is you want to be about. Okay? Last story. Big Hit Becomes Hybe. So, I talked about it last week. There were some rumors that Big Hit was going to change their name, and they did. They released a video, excellent video, by the way, talking all about their reasoning for why they changed the name. And then they talked about the design that went into their logo and the design that went into their new office building. You have to watch it just for that. It is amazing. Amazing. The new office building. They have totally considered a mobile workforce, a workforce that on any given day could be majority at home or majority in the office. It's a place that if it were <laughs> if, if it were in the United States, I would love to work because it's that awesome looking. Um, but they're moving in this week. The building has 19 stories, uh, including, uh, those are all the above ground stories, but there's also seven stories of basement at 60,000 square feet altogether, and there'll be 1,000 employees who will work there at any given time. Um, they have created special sections for their artists. They have created, of course, new studio space. They have created libraries so their artists can do research for their music and it's just amazing they have they've really thought through it and um again i'm going to link to the, the video in the show notes because you just got to see the reasoning and the thought the thought given into the design of the branding and the design of the building I think Hybe, now that I understand it, is awesome, an awesome name. Uh, their corporate colors are really bright yellow. Um, but it's going to be interesting. Now, I, there is, I'm going to also link to a excellent Twitter thread by the BTS Army Bar Association. If you don't know what that is, that's a group of lawyers who are Army, where they talk about a lot of this corporate law. And I know that there are people who think that Big Hit can do no right, and there are people who think Big Hit can do no wrong, but it's got to, it's somewhere in the middle. And the Army Bar Association talks a lot in their thread about the, the, the legal aspects, also the aspects about the stocks and things. Keep in mind, the members of BTS own lots of stock in HYBE. Anything that profits HYBE Profits BTS personally as shareholders. But also, um, one of the things, too, that has, there's been some confusion. As they pointed out in their video, the, the label, the record label, is still Big Hit. It's the, the, umbrella, it's the company, the umbrella company over everything, and they explain all that in the video, too. Um, 
but it's the umbrella company that's being renamed to Hype. They BTS are still big hit artists. The label is still big hit. But the company over that, the parent company, is now called Hype. And like I said, check the show notes, btsthisweek.com. Lots of lots of good stuff, uh, especially in that Twitter thread from BTS Army Bar Association. Should answer most of your questions about the renaming. And uh, yeah, I, it, was a, it was a really interesting video to watch, to see the, the thought process behind what they did. It was really amazing. So check that out. Show notes, btsthisweek.com. So next week, on March the 23rd, Tuesday, Run BTS episode 134 be released at 9 p.m. Korea Standard Time. On Wednesday, March 24th, you quiz on the <laughs> you quiz on the block appearance. That's at 8.40 p.m. Korea Standard Time. On Wednesday, March the 24th, uh, NTV's Premium Music 2021 will have BTS uh, on it. That's at 7 p.m. Korea Standard Time. And then on Thursday, March the 25th, run BTS episode 134 behind the scenes, also 9 p.m. Korea Standard Time. Um, they're very quiet right now. And when they're this quiet, you have to think, what are they up to? So, we shall see. Because they, they say they're working on new stuff. There's been rumors of a comeback schedule, but there's no any kind of confirmation that I'm even... I'm not even comfortable sharing the rumors, but something's up because they're too quiet. So, last word. In light of everything that's happened this week, um, I am going to link in the last word to a card of anti-Asian violence resources. Um, this should help you if you uh, have are affected by uh, hate crime personally. It is organizations you can support um, as an ally. And so I'm going to have that in the show notes. Where you can find BTS this week. You can subscribe for free at Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, Google, Audible, Stitcher, Deezer, Radio Public, and Ghana. The website that I've talked about, btsthisweek.com, is where you'll find the show notes for this episode and every other episode. This is officially episode 116. Also, Twitter, BTS This Week. Instagram, BTS This Week. Facebook page, you can get a link to it from the website. And also, I have posted on TikTok this week. So, there'll be a link to that. Um... If you want to talk to me personally, best way to do that is to tweet me on Twitter, BTS Mama Bear. You can also go to the BTS This Week website. There's a contact, contact form that will send me an email. And then finally, I also have a YouTube channel, BTS Mama Bear. So, I purple you. You're awesome. You're valuable. You're needed in this world. And don't let anybody tell you any different because they're wrong. They don't know what they're talking about. Stay safe, stay healthy. If you can, stay home. If not, wear a mask. Wear it all the time, every time. Keep your dirty hands away from your face. Wash them. Use hand sanitizer. Get your vaccine. I got shot one today. I'm so happy. I have been in my house almost, I mean, I go to doctor's appointments. Uh, I've been in my house for a year. 
Uh, I got my first shot of the vaccine today. I get my next shot in four weeks. And then two weeks after that, I'm good to leave my house, theoretically. So, six more weeks. I wonder, my husband and I were talking about this the other day. Most of the stuff that we used to do in our little town has closed down because of COVID. And I don't mean closed down in that we have a shutdown. I mean, these places have gone out of business. Some of our favorite places in the world have gone out of business. So, don't know what, don't know really, you know, what it's going to be. It's going to be a new normal. It's not going to be back to the way it was. But, um, stay safe, stay healthy. I want to see you back here next week. But take care. You know, if you need to, take a mental health day. It's always, always a good thing if you need to, to just take some time to yourself for some quiet and some peace. But you, take care. Like I said, stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll talk to you in seven days.